Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Foley, and this is Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo is sponsored by the Center for Humane Living in Phoenix, Arizona, which has as its vision to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. My goal is to incorporate ancient wisdom acquired from a lifelong study of martial arts, formal business leadership and coaching training, and my life experiences as a maternal fetal medicine physician, husband, and father of three to explore strategies for living a happy and fulfilled life. My approach is to use eclectic storytelling to help with the discovery of universal truths that may be applicable to your life. Don't believe anything I say, however. Seek to discover it all for yourself. Let's get started with today's topic. Today's episode is the art of blending. What is the art of blending and how does that affect us and how we manage day-to-day activities in our workplace, at home, at school? It all kind of starts off, you may have remembered this movie, very famous, The Karate Kid. And you might remember Mr. Miyagi, a very slightly built Okinawan gentleman. And Cobra Kai, the leader there, that was this large, kind of angry uh, person that always was in conflict with Mr. Miyagi. You remember all these different interactions where Mr. Miyagi would somehow be able to overpower the more powerful person in the Cobra Kai and use his power against them in a way that actually got his way. A famous scene at the very end, which we all chuckle about, is he was able to grab the Cobra Kai in a way and then tweak his nose and go, onk, and made everybody laugh. But most importantly, what he was able to do is to absorb the energy of the opponent, redirect it in a way that allowed him to use the opponent's own force against them in a way that subdued them. We see this as martial arts at its best, isn't it? Using a smaller person and a larger person interacting and the smaller person able to use the larger person's force against them. How do they do that? And is that real in reactivity? I often do a drill with uh, a number of people in front of a conference where I'll call the largest gentleman that I could see, usually in the first five rows of uh, the conference, and I ask him to come up to the front of the room and I ask him, has he had martial art training? And of course, no. He's much larger than I am almost always. And I ask him if he's right-handed or left-handed and he tells me he's right-handed most of the time, of course. And I say, okay, what I want you to do is to take that right hand and grab me very aggressively around the throat. And at this point, the audience laughs and he laughs and chuckles. And it's kind of like trying to figure out exactly what he wants me to do. And so the intent here is, is that I ask him to grab me. And while he's grabbing me, I intercept his hand and I twist his wrist in a way called a cavalier, which is kind of a wrist lock. And I twist it just to the point where he begins to have pain. And I bring him up to the microphone as I'm torquing on his wrist. And I ask him, I say, so, sir, what do you feel here? And he goes, pain, pain, pain. And I said, yes, you feel pain. The audience laughs again. I release the grip on this gentleman and thank him and tell him to stand where he is. And I asked the audience this question. I said, why is it that this gentleman has pain? 
Why did he get pain? And of course, the hands go up in the audience and he says, well, Dr. Foley, it's because you're twisting his wrist. The other one is, is that no, you're, you're torquing him downward to, to make his wrist and his, his joint hurt. And a lot of explanations come forward about why he has pain, none of which are really correct. And I tell the audience, no, that's not it. And the real reason is that he has pain is because he is resisting. At some level, he's pushing back at me the moment I grab his wrist and begin to torque it in a direction he doesn't like. Subconsciously, he pushes back. Here he is in the front of this auditorium with all these people watching, and I'm twisting his wrist, and of course, he begins to feel the discomfort and pushes back. It's at that point when he's pushing back that he actually gets the pain. The pain of the twist isn't from the twister. The pain actually comes from the person being twisted because of their resistance. So then I go on to show him, I said, well, instead of pushing back, if you go exactly in the same direction that I'm pushing, in other words, where my thumbs are pointing towards you in an effort to point his wrist down, he goes in the exact same direction that I'm taking him instead of pushing back in the opposite direction. In other words, instead of being antagonistic to the force I'm applying, he's taking the force and moving it in parallel. And by moving it in parallel, he no longer has resistance and the pain dissipates. And in fact, he's able to control the motion by going in the direction I'm taking him and actually using his elbow to strike me right underneath the chin. And of course, everyone laughs again. And I said, the harder that I push, the more that you blend with the movement, the more that you capture my energy and use it against me. It's what Mr. Miyagi did against Cobra Kai. It's a very cool thing, blending. And blending is lack of resistance means no pain. Well, we talk about this as being a really important adjunct in the martial arts is learn how to absorb the power and to redirect it. And as we say, give the opponent a place to fall down, which means they're using their energy so aggressively towards you, but you absorb it and move them to the ground instead. Well, what's this have to do with day-to-day -day life and fulfillment? What's it have to do with the workplace or being in school or with your relationships at home? Well, I often ask this, I say, are you against any immovable forces out there? Any NFL linemen, so to speak, that are going to overpower if you hit them head on and you're going to feel the pain? In the medical arena, it might be malpractice. It might be the pharmaceutical companies. It might be uh, the healthcare companies out there that uh, are building and growing. It might be mergers and acquisitions of hospital systems. And the doctors on the front line really don't have any control over those larger opponents, so to speak. And in fact, if the more they push back and the more they fight against the change that's coming with the various different directions from these sources, the more pain they get. So what we're trying to help them understand with this blending analogy is that if you go with it for a while, in other words, instead of opposing them, go with the direction they're asking you to go and get control over it. And then if you get control, you improve your understanding. And when you improve your understanding, you're more likely to influence where it ends up. But if you just go in there and push back, all you do is feel pain. So we really need to learn to blend in almost every arena that we're in, in the workplace, at home, at school. But then ask yourself this really important question. 
Is there a relationship that you're in right now that you feel pain? Is there a relationship that no matter what you're doing, you just can't seem to make it go right? You're really trying hard. You think that you're doing everything possible to improve the relationship with this colleague or this loved one or this, this member of the community that you really would like to have a relationship with, however cordial. But you just feel pain. It's this deep pit in your stomach where you feel sick. You don't know what to do, but it's painful for you. And the harder you try, the more pain that you're having. I want you to ask yourself this question. Where are you resisting? Where could you blend in a way that allowed you to take more control, to better understand, and actually influence the relationship to go in the direction that you might find best for you and for them. So this concept of blending is an age-old martial art entity that actually takes away the concept of resistance and changes it to blend. So it eliminates the pain, improves the control, and ultimately the influence we have from the person or entity that is bringing the force against us. So today's lesson is understanding the concept of blending and maybe where you might be able to apply it in your workplace or at school or with a relationship. Identify where the pain exists in your life in those situations. Instead of pushing back and feeling pain, blend. Go in the direction that they want to take you. Go there with your eyes wide open, trying to understand, be able to communicate what you're seeing and feeling, and then maybe then, maybe then you can influence where you go instead of being pushed in the direction that you don't want to go. Blend. Don't resist. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. We hope the information shared perturbs new thinking about finding fulfillment and harmony in your lives. We hope to inspire all people to live peaceful, compassionate lives. So feel free to share this podcast widely with members of your family, at work, and at school. If you find the information helpful, please subscribe so that further episodes are sent your direction.